Chapter five of Music Talks with Children by Thomas Tapper. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Listening You must listen as if listening were your life. Phillips Brooks. In our last talk, we learned that it was quite possible for sounds to be about us, and yet we not hear them. Sometimes, as in the case of Tyndall's companion, it is because we are not capable. At other times, as when the clock strikes and we do not hear, it is because we are occupied with other things. It is from this latter fact, being occupied with other things, that we can learn what listening is. Listening is not being occupied with other things. It is being completely attentive to what we are expected to hear. The condition of being occupied with other thoughts when we should be listening is known as inattention. To listen with full attention, all other things being entirely absent from the mind, is one form of concentration. Inattention is a destroyer. It divides our power between two or more things when it should be directed upon a single thing. Concentration gives us greater and greater mind power. If you will look in the dictionary to find what concentration means, you should be good friends with the dictionary, you will find that it is made up of con, meaning with, and centrum, a center, with a center, or to come to a center. If you hold a magnifying glass between your hand and the sun, you will find that at a certain distance the sunlight is in a circle. By changing the distance with delicacy, you can diminish the circle to almost a point. You make the light come to a center. When the circle of light is large, no particular effect is noted by the hand. When, however, the circle is as small as it can be made, you feel a sensation of warmth, which, if continued long enough, will really burn the hand. That small circle is the sunlight in concentration. The rays of sunlight, instead of being scattered, are centered. They burn the hand because they are full of power. Powerful. By way of example, let the different rays stand for inattention and the tiny circle of light for concentration. The former has little or no power. The latter is full of power. This very well illustrates what happens both when our thoughts are scattered over a large area and when they are brought together concentrated in a small circle the first listening indeed which should claim our attention is not tone listening but listening to what is said to us no one under a good teacher ever learns well who is not attentive and obedient and then listening and doing are inseparably joined tone listening makes us self-critical and observant and we are assured by men of science that unless we become good observers in our early years it is later impossible for us in the previous talk we spoke about listening to all kinds of sounds, particularly those out of doors. In this talk we shall speak only of real music listening. You know now that music born out of the heart is the thought of a good man. Of course, beautiful thoughts of any kind should be listened to not only with attention but with reverence. Reverence is the tribute that the thoughtful listener pays to the music of a man who has expressed himself beautifully in tone. This at once reveals to us that we should listen to what is great for the purpose of getting ideals. We hear what we hope to attain. It is said of the violinist Pierre Bellot that when only ten years of age he heard the playing of Viotti, and though he did not hear it again for twenty years, the performance ever remained in his mind as an ideal to be realized in his studies, and he worked to attain it. The pupils of the great Viennese teacher of the piano, Theodore Leschetizky, says he asks no question more frequently than, Can you not hear? It is not only difficult to listen to ourselves, 
but listening is one thing and decidedly a superior thing while hearing is another and equally inferior thing and it shows us when we think of it that no self-criticism is possible until we forget all things else and listen to what we are doing and listen with concentration it now becomes clear to us that no one becomes an intelligent musician who is not skilled in tone sense in listening and having thoughts about what is heard we may read again from the excellent rules of robert schumann frequently sing in choruses especially the middle parts this will help to make you musical out of this we learn to try to hear more than the melody to try sometimes not to think of the melody but to listen only to that which accompanies it when in school you sing in two and three parts notice how one is inclined always to sing the soprano the melody pulls us away from another part if we are not concentrated upon our part yet notice how beautifully musical the lower parts are listen intently to them whatever part you sing it seems in music that we learn to listen in two directions first by training the attention merely to follow prominent sounds and to be conscious of all of them then later we do not need to think so much of the prominent melody but we strive to hear the accompanying parts these are the melodies which are somewhat concealed by the principal one not truly concealed either for they are plain enough if we will listen they make one think of flowers hidden in the grass and foliage they are none the less beautiful though they are concealed for the sunlight seeks them out and makes them blossom we find hidden melodies in all good music because it is the character of good music to have interesting and beautiful melodic thought everywhere there are never meaningless tones allowed every sound says something and is needed it is curious that in our playing the moment we put our thoughts upon any tone or voice part with the desire to hear it it comes out at once as plainly as if it were the highest melody that illustrates the power of thought concentrated upon even a hidden thing we know how in bach even the piano works move as if all parts were to be sung by voices it reminds one of conversation of the story of the question and answer of the merry chat in a pleasant company some bits of sentence are tripping and full of laughter others grave and majestic others have wonderful dignity of heart and mind such qualities give music interest and meaning in every part it will not take you long to discover that it is just the absence of these qualities that makes other music common the melody is not sustained by anything particularly well worth listening to one might say that good music is like the foliage of the garden every leaf and petal variously yet finely formed and all combined to make a beautiful whole when you have learned carefully to follow the accompaniment of a melody try to follow the single voice parts in the chorus particularly the bass tenor and alto and when you go to the orchestral concerts learn early to follow special instruments like the clarinet the oboe the drum especially try to follow the lower strings the viola the cello and the bass they are strongly characteristic you will learn their peculiar qualities only by giving them special and concentrated thought you will now see that acute and careful listening has its definite ways and purposes here they are one listening comes from concentration two when listening to great music it must be with reverence as well as with attention three we must listen for ideals four we must listen in order to be self-critical five constant listening to true music reveals that there is never a tone used unless it has a meaning 
and besides all this we must think that among those who listen to us there may be someone who has learned this careful concentrated way then we shall have it ever in mind to play as if in the presence of a master End of chapter 5